Magandang umaga po. Good morning, everyone. Magandang umaga. Palakpaan po natin ang ating Panginoon. It's indeed a very good Sunday morning. Praise God. It's an honor po na tumayo sa inyong harapan this day. Uh, thank you, Pastor Jojo, Pastor Tan, and Pastor Leo for the opportunity to be here to share uh, the message para po sa ating umaga. You know po, para sa isang region pastor, to stand here in our mother church and preach the gospel, it's like a dream come true. Uh, we've been really longing because, you know, yung mga bagay po na nangyayari in the regions, uh, we, we really long to share it to all of you because we know na kayo po ay very much involved din sa nangyayari po sa kabuuhan ng Lighthouse. Again, good morning to all of you. Our Lighthouse Bacoor family sends their greetings. Nako, gustong-gusto po nilang sumama. Maniwala po kayo. Gusto na po nilang magdeklara ng joint service today. <laughs> because they want to be here. Ay, hindi ko po sila madadala lahat. So, nagdala na lang po ako ng iilan. So, uh, together with me here, some of, my, some of our elders. Palakpang, uh, Tito Jerry, Tate Jack, si Nanay Nena. Also, Pastor Brian and Del the head of our um, Sidoc ministry sa Bacoor. And of course, hindi ko po pwedeng iwanan sa bahay ang aking napakagandang asawa. Loves, tayo ang Lea Peralta. Uh, my wife, my best friend, my food buddy, and my ministry partner. <laughs> Tulad po nang na-mention kanina, today is the last Sunday of our Regions and Missions Month. I pray that you are being encouraged by what the Lord has been doing. Hindi lamang po dito sa loob ng ating simbahan sa Buen Camino, but also sa mga simbahan po natin outside uh, Alabang. Uh, yung mga lugar po na inaabot ng ating mga regions pastors. You know, if you would just sit down with our region, region pastors and ask them stories about, you know, the things that the Lord has been doing doon po sa kanilang uh, kanya-kanyang lugar, you will be amazed kung ano po ang mga na-accomplish ng ating Panginoon through the lives of our pastors and even the leaders po na nandoon kasama nila ng tatrabaho. Alam nyo po, Lighthouse Bacoor has been one of the you know, recipients of the generosity of our uh, brethren dito po sa Alabang. From the very beginning po na kami po ay nag-pray na magkaroon ng sariling simbahan. Uh, Pastor Jojo has been with us. The Lighthouse family here in Alabang has been with us. So, sobrang laki po ng aming pasasalamat sa lahat po ng nakikibahagi, nakibahagi at patuloy po na makikibahagi pa sa ginagawa po ng Panginoon sa Lighthouse Bacor. Maraming maraming salamat po. Sobrang laki po ng aming joy. Grabe po ang joy na aming nararamdaman. Lalo po ngayon na unti-unti pong nabubuo ang ating bahay panambahan doon po sa Bacoor City. Palakpaan po natin ang ating Panginoon. You know, church is so much bigger than what we think it is. Now, when I say church, I'm not only referring to the structure or the building. I am referring to the body of Christ. Church transcends location, ethnicity, culture, and even language. Ang ang simbahan po ay hindi lamang nakoconfine sa apat na dingding ng simbahan, ng structure. Ito po ay umaabot, ito po ay nakakarating sa iba't ibang bahagi kung saan po ninanais ng Panginoon. And this is the very intention of our Lord Jesus Christ when He came here on earth. 
His ministry was inclusive, that everyone is welcome to be part of his kingdom. You know, when he was here, when Jesus was doing ministry here on earth, he was doing ministry with the Samaritans. He had time, you know, with, with, the, with the sinners, the tax collectors. These are all the, the outcasts of their, of their uh, community during those times. But because the ministry of Jesus is inclusive, he allowed these people to also experience the grace and the mercy that he is offering. He offered himself up for everyone. Alam niyo po, ang kaligtasan ay hindi lamang po para sa iilan. Salvation is for everyone. Na magnanais po na isuko ang kanilang buhay sa ating Panginoong Diyos. And that is, our, that, is, that is why our job as believers is not over until Jesus tells us it's over. Our mission continues. The call to go and make disciples is as relevant as it was during the first time Jesus spoke it to his disciples hanggang sa atin pong kapanahunan. There are still so many people to reach. There are so, still so many people who need to hear the gospel and who need to know our Lord Jesus Christ. We are all commissioned to reach out. But before doing so, there is an important thing that we must continue to do since it is what gives us the power to accomplish the divine mission that God has given us. Tingin nga po sa katabi, sabihin mo kapatid, you have a divine mission. You have a divine mission. We are all commissioned to reach out. Yan po ang ating katawagan. Tayo po ay tinawag ng Panginoon bilang maging isang simbahan. At bilang simbahan, we are called to, to shine our light kung saan man po tayo naroroon. So today, allow me to take you to the book of Luke. So kung daladala niyo po ang inyong mga Bible, please open with me to the Gospel of Luke. We will read from, chap- uh, we will read from chapter 24. Babasahin po natin from verse 36 to verse 49. I entitled this sermon, Empowered to Witness. Let us read uh, Luke chapter 24, verse 36. It says, While they were still talking about this, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. They were startled and frightened, thinking they saw a ghost. He said to them, Why are you troubled? And why do doubts rise in your minds? Look at my hands and my feet. It is I myself. Touch me and see. A ghost does not have flesh and bones as you see I have. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and feet. And while they still did not believe it because of joy and amazement, he asked them, Do you have anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he took it and ate it in their presence. He said to them, This is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms. Then he opened their minds so that they could understand the scriptures. Verse 46, he told them, this is what is written. The Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day. And repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in the name, in the name to all nations, in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. I am going to send you what my father has promised. 
but stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. Tayo po'y manalangin. Lord, we thank you for giving us, Lord, another opportunity to be gathered in your presence, to be with our fellow believers, to celebrate your goodness, to celebrate your mercy and grace. Lord, thank you for giving us the opportunity, Lord, to once again receive the message. Dalangin namin, Panginoon, ng aming mga puso't isipan ay mabuksan. Atayaan niyo, Lord, whatever it is that you want us, Lord, to do in response to this message today, Hayaan niyo, Lord, it, na ito po ay aming pakinggan at ito po ay aming sundin ng may pagpapakumbaba sa aming mga puso. Lord God, allow us Lord, to, to really capture ano po, anuman po ang mensahe na nais ninyong iparating. Itago niyo po ang inyong lingkod sa inyong likuran at hayaan niyo po na tanging pangalan niyo lamang po ang siyang maitaas at ang mensahe niyo po ang siyang maihayag sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen and Amen. You know, this particular passage that we re- just read is very similar it's actually uh, kasama po, uh, mention din doon po sa uh, Book of Acts. It's not surprising since the Book of Acts is the other half of the book na kung saan na sinulat po ni Dr. Luke, which is the Gospel of Luke. In the Book of Acts, ito po ang sinabi. Let me just read this to you. On one occasion while he was eating with them, he gave them this command. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days, you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Then they gathered around him and asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, it is not for you to know the times or dates the father has set by his own authority. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Ako po ay naging Kristiano in year 2000. Since then, I had been attending youth camps. One of the sessions that I always look forward to is the Holy Spirit Night. Kung nakasama po kayo ng mga youth camp, you know what I'm talking about. There's this session we call Holy Spirit Night. During this session, this particular passage in Acts, Acts 1.8, is the one that is commonly used. It is popular because it tells about believers receiving power. I used to think that receiving power from the Holy Spirit is a really cool thing to have or to experience. Pagka ikaw ay nagsispeak in tongues, para bang feeling mo ahead ka sa ibang mga kasabayan mong mananampalataya. You know, speaking in tongues is one of the most popular spiritual gifts sa isang simbahan. So, every time I hear this particular passage being preached, you know, may kakaibang excitement sa akin puso because I know that the Holy Spirit will once again show Himself so powerfully during that session. I thought being endowed by God's power is solely for the purpose of experience. But I was wrong. Several years ago, I stumbled upon this particular verse again. And yun po yung pagkakataon kung saan nabuksan ang aking isipan sa katotohanang kahulugan po ng teksto na ito. And this is what I wish to share to all of you this day. Ano po ba ang naisiparatong look Dito po sa kanyang sinulat in Acts 1.8. What is this power for? And how should we act after receiving such power? 
These are the questions that we will try to answer as we go deep into our discussion for today. Let me just, uh, let me now go to my first point. It says here, the Holy Spirit is the source of our power. You know, the Holy Spirit enables us in different ways. He gives us the power to live holy lives. He gives us the ability to overcome the works of the enemy. And most importantly, He enables us to fulfill our God-given mission. Apart from the Holy Spirit, there's nothing that we can do that will produce lasting result. You know, we may try. Pwede naman po natin subukan. Pwede tayo mag-ministry without really asking the power from the Holy Spirit, without praying. We can do that. But here's the guarantee. Apart from the Holy Spirit, there is nothing that you can do that will have lasting result. You may be, you know, you may be appreciated as you do that thing or as you do a particular, you know, good work. Pero hindi po walang lasting effect ang ating mga magagawa. Sabi po sa Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6, not by might nor by power, but only by the Spirit of our God. You know, everything about Christianity is about the power that is coming from the Holy Spirit. Everything that we do, mga kapatid, not only doing missions or evangelizing, not only these things, everything that we do in our walk, in our spiritual walk, it has something to do with the Holy Spirit giving us the power. That's why it's hard for a believer to walk so faithfully kapag hindi po siya napupunuan ng banal na espiritu. Power comes from the Holy Spirit. So before we go and make disciples, we need to be constantly filled with the Holy Spirit. And the reason we need it is that without it, our witness for Christ will lack deep conviction self-denying courage, convincing wisdom, and even converting effectiveness. And we can only receive this power when we spend time with God in prayer and devotion. Hindi po ito isang bagay na nasabi mo lang, Lord, kailangan ko ng power, bigyan mo ko. You really have to spend time with the Lord. This is actually the example that uh, the example that Jesus showed us. Alam naman po natin yan. Bago po magpagaling ang Panginoong Jesus, before He did a miracle, before He did ministry, ano po ang ginagawa ng ating Panginoong Jesus? He would spend long hours on the mountainside praying. He would spend long hours with the Father. He was communing with the Father. That's why when He did ministry, when he did, when he healed the sick, napakabilis po, napakadali. And that is the example na iniwan niya po sa atin. Example that he wants us to follow. This is what's supposed to happen. We must spend time in prayer and communion with God before we do ministry. Because we won't be effective witnesses unless we become devoted followers of Jesus first. Sometimes we wonder, bakit share naman ako ng share? Preach naman ako ng preach. 
Tulong naman ako ng tulong. Bakit parang walang nangyayari? Kapatid, most probably walang problema dun sa iyong ginagawa. Baka ang problema ay yung hindi mo ginagawa. And that is, you know, you're not going to the source of power. You're not going dun sa pinanggagalingan po ng kapangyarihan. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and then afterwards, you will be His witnesses. You want to be an effective witness? Then be a devoted follower first. As I mentioned earlier, without the power of the Holy Spirit, our witnessing will lack conviction. It will just be another activity that we do that we soon forget afterwards. Paul tells us in his letter to be constantly filled with the Holy Spirit. This is not just so we could continue to live holy lives, but more so, so that we can be effective witnesses for our Lord Jesus Christ. So continue doing the spiritual disciplines that make you filled with the Holy Spirit. Ano po yung mga bagay na yun? You read your Bible. You pray every day. You make fasting a regular part of your life. Be in constant fellowship with your brethren, with your fellow believers. And most importantly, do not miss church. Yo, lagi ko po sinasabi ito, medyo masakit na po ang ulo ng mga taga-Bacoor. Saka kaulit-ulit ko po nito. You know, going to church is not an option for a believer. It's your regular commitment to the Lord. We go to work every day. Yung mga Monday to Friday po ang trabaho rito, tama? And when you miss work, ano nararamdaman natin minsan? Nagigilty tayo ba? Kasi, you know, maraming naibang trabaho, kawawa naman yung may iwanan. Minsan natatakot tayo, baka mapagalitan tayo ng boss. Pero kapag ka usapang simbahan na, okay lang pag di tayo nakapag-church. We do not feel guilty at all. Samantalang isang araw lang po sa isang linggo ang pagpunta sa simbahan. You know, these are the spiritual disciplines. These are the things that we must continue to do if we are to be continuously filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen po ba mga kapatid? Pakisiko po ang katabi, pasabi, tandaan mo yan kapatid. Point number two. We receive power so that, be, so that we can be witnesses for Christ. We receive power. Here's now the reason why we receive that power. Here's now the reason why we pray and we ask the Holy Spirit to endow us with power so that we can be witnesses for Christ. Jesus commissioned the disciples. They knew what they were supposed to do. Alam po ng mga disciples yan. Early on pa lang po, inatasan na sila ng Panginoong Jesus kung ano po ang dapat nilang gawin. In the book of Luke, we were told that Jesus mentioned to His disciples that repentance from sin shall be preached both in Jerusalem and outside Jerusalem. Pero bago po nila gawin yon, they were told to stay in the city and wait for the gift 
that the Father would send, and He is the Holy Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit's task to give us the power. This power, as I mentioned, is given specifically so that we, we, can, so that we can be witnesses for Christ. Last week po, I, I, I watched the, the preaching. Um, our missionaries is mentioned, Acts 1.8. And he, they mentioned that the, the message, the gospel that we carry with us, this message is what's going to cause salvation to others. And that's very important. Dapat alam po natin ang ating mensahe. At isa pa pong importanteng bagay ay ito. Before we even preach the gospel, before we even become a witness, kailangan po tayo ay napupunoan muna ng banal na Espiritu. This is very important. Jesus reminded them that they must not leave the city and they must wait for the coming of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit plays a very important role in witnessing. The job of witnessing has been left to the missionaries. Ito po ang nakakalungkot sa panahon po natin ngayon. Totohanan lamang po. The job of witnessing has been left to the missionaries, to the evangelists, and to the church planters. Kapag tayo ay kabilang sa ibang ministry, iniisip natin, hindi naman ako missionary, hindi naman ako evangelist, hindi rin naman ako church planter, at hindi naman ako pastor, so okay lang na hindi ako maging witness. Mga kapatid, Ilang beses ko pong binasa yung Acts 1.8. Wala po akong nakita doon na yung mensahe ay para lamang po sa mga missionary. The message is for the disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ. Taas nga po ang kamay ng mga disipulo ng Panginoong Jesus dito. Nako, iilan lang po. Habang pinapansin, dumadami. Taas nga po ang kamay ng mga disipulo ng ating Panginoong Jesus. See? We are all disciples. We are all followers of our Lord Jesus Christ. So this is our responsibility. Isa pa pong nakakalungkot na katotohanan, missions and evangelism have been downgraded into ministry activities. Let me share kung ano po ang insight ng aking professor sa Evangelia. Dito po sa bagay na ito. Let me just share this to you. Sabi po niya, the primary means of evangelism resides in the church's faithful existence in the world. Witnessing reflects what the church believes and how she lives faith in the world. Our missional God sent His church into the world as a mission agent. In that sense, only our mission and evangelism ministries of the church. The church does not own or practice them as part of her ministry. Ito po, tandaan natin, the church itself is on a mission. Christ rooted the church's mission in the church's identity. The church individually and communally is the light of the world. The church is the figure. The church is in the world and a public figure there. Ano po ang sinasabi rito mga kapatid? Ang pagmimission, ang pag-evangelize, it's not just a ministry activity. It is embedded in us. It is part of our identity. Wherever you go, whoever you are, kung saan ka naroon kapatid, you are a witness for Christ. 
It is who you are. It is what you are supposed to do. You do not have to wait for your pastor to tell you to be a witness. You have to really understand who you are. Para po maging tama at naaayon ang ating pagkilos at pamumuhay. You know, we do these things because that, that is what we are supposed to do as a church. Talking about mission and evangelism. Share Jesus and make disciples. Yan po ang ating laging sigaw. This must be in the core of our identity as a church. It is not just a motto dahil maganda siyang pahinggan o maganda siyang sabihin. It is what we do. It is who we are. And it is not the task of several few. It is our call as lighthouse. It is our call as a body of Christ. At this point, let me introduce to you some uh, people from Bacoor. Paintulutan niyo po ako dahil nasa akin naman po yung mikropono. Wala naman po kayong magagawa masyado, no? Let me just introduce several people here. This one, this is Tita Tech and Tita Neris Cruz. Magkapatid po sila. Hindi po sila mapaghiwalay para silang kambal ng tadhana. Kung kilala niyo po yung tinutukoy ko. Tita Neris, the other one, the one, uh, that one standing, may clicker, Anyway, that one standing at the far side, dun po sa bandaroon, she suffered from mild stroke last year. And for a while, nahihirapan po talaga siyang lumakad. Nahihirapan po siyang magsalita. Wala po siyang control sa kanyang katawan. Pero hindi po yung naging hadlang para sa po ay patuloy na maglingkod. Another person, Tita Emmy Cruz. She's 70... 77 now. At dahil po sa kanyang katandaan, may mga, may mga nararamdaman na rin po siya sa kanyang mga kasukasuan. There's this, uh, a, a point na nahihirapan po siyang lumakad because of the pain in her knees. Another one, Tito Jerry Concepcion. Kasama po natin siya ngayon. He's having problems with his prostate. Alam niya naman po ito and he's very vocal about this. Another person is... Ang tawag po namin sa kanya ay Consi, si Tatay Jack, Tatay Jack Jimenez. Earlier this year, he, was, he suffered from severe pain because of gallstones. Siya po yung other half ng tinatawag namin gall brothers sa simbahan dahil meron siyang isang kasamang mag-ministry na ganun din po ang, ang kinakaharap. And these are the youngest member of the ministry of Lighthouse Bacoor. Kelly and Lucas, these two uh, handsome kids, kambal po iyang dalawang iyan. All these people, lahat po ng mga iyan, they serve in our community activities every week. They feed children. They teach, Bible, they teach the Bible to young people and to the adults in the community. Mainit, umulan, Pagpawisan man, ano man ang kanilang maramdaman, may mga iniinda sa katawan. Iika-ika pag naglalakad papunta doon sa site na kanilang puputan. But because of their great love for Jesus, they would go and share the good news. Papuri po sa ating Panginoon. At di pa po siya natatapos. Siyempre hindi ko po pwede malimutan ang nanay po ng Bacoor, Nanay Nena. She's turning 80 this year po. Pero alam niyo po, hindi pa rin siya nagpapaawat. 
Gustong-gusto niyang pinagluluto ang mga construction worker ng lighthouse. And she enjoys doing it. She supports all the other ministries of the church. And last but not the least, the youth ablaze of Bacoor. Ito po ay mga estudyante at sakto-sakto lamang po ang baon na tinatanggap. But they committed themselves to joining and participating. Mabuo po yung 21,000 na pledge ng buong Youth Ablaze para po sa building project ng Lighthouse. At sila po ang isa sa mga unang nakakumpleto ng pledge po nila. Palakpaan po natin ang ating Panginoon. You know, all these people have valid reasons to excuse themselves from living out their identities. They can say that they are too old. They are too sick, or too young, or too poor. But they did not because they understand that as followers of Jesus, it is their call to do the mission that Jesus left us. How about you, kapatid? What is your excuse? You know, hindi lamang po ito nangyayari sa Lighthouse Bacor. It also happens in other parts, in other places, sa ibang Lighthouse churches. And it also happens here in Alabang. I can see pictures. And I, I really admire especially those that they are already advanced in years, but they are really faithfully serving the Lord. Palakpan po natin ang Panginoon sa buhay ng mga taong ito. Pero tayo po mga kapatid, all the others... Ano po ang excuse natin for not doing the mission that Christ left us? What is our excuse for not being a witness for our Lord Jesus Christ? Lahat po ng kailangan natin para tayo po ay maging effective witness for our Lord has been given us. You have the Holy Spirit and He is all you need. You do not have to wait until you get a degree in a Bible school. You do not have to wait for God's call to go to another city or another country. Nang sa gayon, ikaw ay maging witness na. Pwede mo na yung gawin ngayon, kapatid. You just have to decide and really choose to be a witness. You just have to respond to the call of God and allow yourself to be used by God to be a witness in this dying world. Amen po ba, kapatid? Again, pwede nga pakikalabit uli ang yung katabi, sabi mo, kapatid, you are a witness. Third and our last point for today, we are empowered so that we can be witnesses, this time to everyone, everywhere, and in any situation. Again, we are empowered so that we can be witnesses to everyone, everywhere, and in any situation. You know, up until the persecution or the death of Stephen, going back to the book of Acts, until, up until the persecution of Stephen, lahat po ng bagay, all the ministry that this, the disciples did was within the walls of Jerusalem. Nandun lamang po sila sa loob. They were growing, they were enjoying the, the fellowship with each, with each other. They are really enjoying themselves in Jerusalem. Na parang dumating sila sa punto na halos ayaw na nilang lumabas. Nakalimutan na nila yung isang bahagi ng, ng Acts 1.8. 
If we can recall, Jesus had said in Acts 1.8 that when they receive the power from the Holy Spirit, they will be witnesses first in Jerusalem. Pero hindi po kasi doon yun natapos. Sinabi, they will be witnesses in Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Now, pagdating po ng Acts 8.1, pagpunta po natin ng Acts 8.1, makikita po natin na doon na po nagpasimula na magsipagkalat ang mga Discipulo ni Cristo. Bakit po? Because they were being persecuted. They were being persecuted. And because of that, they were forced to go out of Jerusalem. Doon na po sila nagsipagpuntahan sa region ng Judea. Doon na sila nagsipagpuntahan sa lugar ng Samaria at kung saan-saan pa pong lugar. It would be possible that the early church would realize their need to go out of Jerusalem without persecution. Pwede naman talaga yun. Baka nagpapasarap lang sila ng sandali and eventually may isip nila, ay, kailangan pala natin lumabas ng Jerusalem. It's possible. But as we can read in the book of Acts, God used persecution to move His people into the mission He had given them. God uses persecution to advance the gospel and grow His kingdom in the world. In the case of the early church, it took persecution to drive the church beyond the narrow confines of Jerusalem and out to Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. It could have been a possibility that the believers in Christ in the book of Acts have lingered longer in Jerusalem, posible po yun. Kung hindi dahil po doon sa persecution na kanilang naranasan, maaaring pong nagtagal sila doon sa Jerusalem. But because of that persecution, yun po ang ginamit na instrumento ng ating Panginoong Diyos so that the gospel would spread all over the place and even reach the Gentile nations. Persecution has always been a partner of any missionary work. In fact, it is a partner of all witnessing. Kahit saan tayo magpunta, we get persecuted. Sa loob ng tahanan natin, we get persecuted. Sa lugar na ating pinagtatrabahuan, we get persecuted. In our school, we get persecuted. Wherever we go, we get persecuted. You know, persecution has been the partner of any missionary work kahit saan po tayo magpunta. Persecution exists where the preaching of the gospel persists. Kahit saan ka, kung saan po ibinabahagi ang salita ng Panginoon, kung saan po ina-advance sa mga tagasunod ni Kristo ang kanyang salita, nandoon po ang persecution. Kaya mga kapatid, huwag na po tayong magulat kung tayo po ay napipersecute. Huwag na po tayong magulat kung bakit natin nararanasan yung mga persecution sa kung sino-sinong tao because it is really part of our lives as followers of Christ. Alam mo, alam niyo po mga kapatid, hindi nakakalungkot yung idea ng persecution. Ang nakakalungkot po ay yung takot, the fear of the believers to go out of their comfort zones. We must not be afraid of persecution because it will surely happen to us. Ang katakutan mo kapatid, 
ay pag dumating ka na sa punto ng buhay mo na masyado lang komportable kung saan ka naroon at ayaw mo nang magpagamit sa ating Panginoong Diyos. Lahat po tayo, we wanna be comfortable in general. We will avoid any source of discomfort as much as we can. However, the truth of the matter is that being a follower of Christ is never comfortable. In fact, it is the exact opposite. Sa gospel po ng Luke, Jesus said, Foxes have dens and birds have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. And in another, uh, another book, John chapter 15, it says, A servant is no greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you also. If they obeyed my teaching, they will obey yours also. Wala po sa mga verses na iyon ang nagsasabi na komportable ang buhay kristyano. Wala po sa mga verses na at hindi nyo po mababasa sa Bible that being a follower of Christ is a comfortable thing. Being a witness is never comfortable. Being a follower of Jesus means walking with Him in the midst of discomfort. Ito po, dito magkakaalaman kung sino ang talagang matatag na, na kristyano. Sino ang talagang matatag na mananampalataya. Kapag ikaw ay patuloy na lumalakad sa kabila ng iba't ibang uri ng persecution at paghihirap na iyong pinagdadaanan. You know, when you walk with the Lord, when you walk with the Lord Jesus Christ, it's always discom- there's always discomfort. Hindi po madali. Kahit po ang mag-preach <laughs> ay hindi madaling bagay. Ang magturo ng Bible study, hindi po yan madali, mga kapatid. Ang mag-handle ng discipleship group, hindi yan madali. Lagi pong mahirap. We, being a follower of Jesus, means walking with Him in the midst of discomfort. If we want to experience comfort in this world, we will miss the comfort that Jesus offers. I think there is a tremendous lesson for us here. The lesson is not just God is sovereign and turns setbacks to try and tingnan po natin to sabi ni John Piper. Comfort and ease and affluence and prosperity and safety and freedom often cause a tremendous inertia in the church. Inertia is the tendency of something that is standing still to stay standing still. And of something moving to keep moving. Sabi po ni John Piper, the very things that we think would produce personal and energy and creative investment of time and money is the cause of Christ and His kingdom. Instead, produce again and again the exact opposite. Weakness, apathy, lethargy, self-centeredness, preoccupation with security. Pag masyado pong komportable, nawawala sa isip, yung kanyang katawagan. Pag masyado po tayong komportable sa ating upuan, nalilimutan natin na tayo pala ay merong komisyon. Meron tayong dapat nagawin, Meron pong ipinagagawa ang ating Panginoong Hesus sa atin. Mga kapatid, we must be willing to, you know, to soil our feet, to dirty our hands, and be exposed to the heat of the sun or the pouring out of the rain if necessary. If we really want to follow Jesus, you do not want to wait until the Lord is the one who makes a way for you to get out of that comfort zone. Nakita naman po natin ang nangyari. Masyado ng komportable ang mga disipulo 
So, nung ginawa ng Panginoon Diyos, nagpadala siya ng persecution, kapatid. Masado ka na bang komportable? Anong gusto mo? Iparanas pa ng Lord sa'yo yung persecution bago ka magkikilos, kapatid. We have to act on our calling. We have to do what we are supposed to do. This is something I constantly remind our people in Bacor. Medyo masait na po talaga ang ulo nila sa akin dahil kakapaulit-ulit ko po nito. I always tell them that we cannot afford to be too comfortable. We need to be consistent in reaching out to, the, to, our, to our communities. And we must be active in preaching Jesus to the people in the community. The commitment has caused us growth. Alam niyo po, sa sipag ng mga, ng mga lingkod po natin sa Bacoor, it has resulted to growth sa aming pong Sunday services. There, I think it's for the last several Sundays po, punong-puno po ang upuan. Yung iba po ay nakatayo na dahil nag-uumapaw po ang ating mga miyembro doon sa Lighthouse Bacoor. And it, more than that, it resulted to a community church. Yung sinasabi po kanina ni Pastor Jun Rupa. Yung mga community churches, hindi pa po kasama doon yung mga, etong mga lighthouse churches. May mga community churches pa po tayo. And next week po, our lighthouse maliksi will be celebrating their first anniversary. Papuri po sa ating Panginoong Diyos. And as we continue to respond to God's call to be witnesses, more and more people are coming to church and we believe that it's, it is God, it is the plan of God all along. This is why He blessed us. He blessed Lighthouse Bacoor with an opportunity to build a bigger and better sanctuary. While the building of the church is ongoing, hindi po tayo humihinto sa ating mandate to go and make disciples. Our member, members are consistently going to the communities, feeding and teaching children, gathering the youth and the adults for a Bible study. Our discipleship group has been flourishing as well as of late. As of now, we have 32 groups, discipleship groups, that meet regularly. We are also in our fourth batch, pang-apat na po ng batch ng Journey to Jesus Online, which, which is now being attended by around 45 people every Thursday. As we grow as a church, we understand that this also entails a bigger responsibility. So we prepare ourselves for what is ahead while we keep ourselves ready for whatever the Lord will do at the present. And this is just not happening in Bacoor, mga kapatid. It's also happening in other lighthouse churches. All our churches and all our missionaries abroad, they are accomplishing great things for the glory of God. This is why, mga kapatid, your prayers, your encouragement, even your support go a very, very, very long way. It is accomplishing great things for the kingdom of God. So allow me to encourage you today, mga kapatid. Continue to pray for our churches in the regions. Continue to pray for our missionaries. Continue to support them in ways that you can. And pray for an opportunity to be part of what the Lord is doing in the regions and in the missions. You have been empowered by God through the Holy Spirit to be witnesses of our Lord Jesus Christ. Use that power 
to become effective witnesses for the glory of God and for the saving of many lives. Kung lahat po tayong narito, mga kapatid, ay tutugon sa katawagan ng ating Panginoon Diyos. Imagine what could the Lord do to the cities, to the communities that we are part of. Huwag po natin, mga kapatid, sayangin yung pagkakataon na ibinigay sa atin ng Panginoon para po siya ay mapalingkuran sa ganong kaparaanan. Wherever you are and whatever you are doing, kahit na anong ministry ang kinabibilangan mo, kahit na anong age group ang kinabibilangan mo, you are commissioned by God to be a witness for Him. Do not leave the task to, the, to our missionaries. Do not leave the task to the, to the evangelists. Ito pong lahat, ito pong mga bagay na ito, mga kapatid, ito po ay ang ating responsibilidad at dapat po nating gawin. Amen po ba, mga kapatid? Can we all close our eyes and bow our head as we pray? Hallelujah. Can we all lift our hands to the Lord? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, indeed, it is our privilege to be part of the things that you are doing, not only here in Alabang, but in every corner of our country, and even to the nations, Lord God, where we have missionaries. Salamat, Panginoong Diyos, sa pagkakataon na kami po kinonsider ninyo, Lord God, na worthy na kayo po ay mapaglingkuran. Salamat, Lord, sa pagkakataon, O Diyos, na kami ay mapabilang sa napakarami ninyong lingkod na nagnanais na ipakalat ang inyong salita at iparating hanggang sa dulo ng mundo ang mensahe ng kaligtasan at pagmamahal ng aming Panginoong Jesus. Lord, right now I pray in the name of Jesus that you cause each and every person in this place Lord God, to have that desire to be your witness saan man po sila naroon, anuman po ang kanilang kinalalagyan, anuman po ang kanilang kinabibilangan. Lord, allow us, Lord God, to be faithful witnesses, to be effective witnesses of your word sa mga tao, Lord God, na nakapalibot po sa amin. Hayaan nyo, Lord God, na kami po ay laging mag-umapaw ng yung banal na espiritu. Lord God, whenever we come to Lord God, whenever we come and worship, hayaan nyo, Lord, na kami ay mag-umapaw ng yung banal na presensya. Sa aming pagbabasa ng Biblia, sa aming pananalangin, in our personal devotion, allow us, Lord God, to overflow with your holy presence. Nang sa gayon, Lord God, we have the power, Lord God, we have that strength, Lord. We have the courage and the boldness, Lord, to always be a witness unto you, Lord God, for your glory alone. Hayaan nyo, Lord God, nagampanan namin, O Diyos, ang papel namin bilang inyong mga tagasunod. Hindi po namin ipagkatiwala lang sa iba yung responsibilidad ng pagiging witness. Instead, ito po ay isa pamuhay namin, Lord God. Since it's part of our identity, it is who we are. So allow us, Lord God, to walk and live out that identity in the name of Jesus. Sa bawat bagay na aming ginagawa, malito mal- malaki man, Panginoong Diyos. In our going, in everything that we do, allow us to be faithful witnesses 
of our Lord Jesus Christ. For the expansion of your kingdom, for the glory of your name, for the saving of many lives. Maraming salamat, Panginoon Diyos, sa mensahe na aming tinanggap sa umagang ito. Dalangin namin, O Diyos, ito po ay patuloy na manatili sa aming mga puso't isipan. And allow it, Lord God, to accomplish its purpose for which it was sent unto us. Salamat, Panginoon, sa inyo po lahat ng papuri. Sa inyo po lahat ng pagluwalhati, Lord God. Lord, we remember our region pastors, O God. Lord God, anuman po ang kanilang ginagawa right now, Lord, as they do their worship services, would you bless them, O God? Would you encourage them? Would you empower them, Lord God? Would you surround them with people na kanila pong makakatubang sa paglilingkod sa inyo? Allow them, Lord God, to have fresh revelations. Allow them, Lord God, to, to, to have, Lord God, that, that confidence to go to places kung saan nyo po sila, Panginoon, dinadala. We also remember our missionaries, Lord. These people are dear unto you, O God. Lord, allow them as they continue to, to proclaim and share your love. Lord, sa mga tao na kanila pong inaabot, saan man po sila naroon, anuman po ang kaparaanan na kanilang ginagawa. Hayaan niyo, Lord, na maramdaman nila at makita nila, O Diyos, na hindi niyo po sila iniiwan. Ikaw po ay kanilang kasama. At Ikaw, O Diyos, ang siyang patuloy na nagbibigay, naggagawad ng kaligtas, ng, ng kalakasan. Even the provision that they need, Lord God, it's gonna come from you. Lord God, sila po ay mag-uumapaw, sila po ay hindi magkukulang dahil ang Diyos sa kanilang pinaglilingkuran ay Diyos na mabuti, ay Diyos sa tapat. Again, Lord, sa inyo po lahat ng papuri, pagluwalhati, pagsamba sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen and amen and amen.